Welcome to Life-Giving Mortar Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. My name is Reverend Todd Laddick, and I'm bringing to you part five of a uh, multi-part Lenten series entitled Purple Theory, with today's specific message entitled Confession, based off of 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. So let us dive into the Word today. This is the message we heard from Jesus, and now declare to you, God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So if we are lying, so we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. Amen. Confessing our sins brings us out of the darkness of the world and into the light of living as a Christ follower. We all have things in our lives that are burdens, whether it be sin, brokenness, struggles, etc. Our natural reaction is to hide those parts of ourselves from each other. However, with Jesus as Lord, we can let go of those burdens in the community of faith. Now, in church today, I showed a video clip uh, from the film I Can Only Imagine. Maybe some of you have seen it. Uh, but it's a very relevant clip to our theme of confession. Uh, I Can Only Imagine is the true story about Mercy Me's singer uh, and founding member, Bart Millard, uh, about his troubled relationship with his father and how that inspired the song, I Can Only Imagine. Uh, the scene takes place at his dad's house, Bart's dad's house. Uh, he shows up in the middle of the night, goes to sleep, comes downstairs and the next morning and breakfast is ready. And dad's in the kitchen cooking. And this, is, this isn't normal for, uh, for Bart. This isn't something that he's used to seeing. And uh, his dad's acting strange. You see, his dad was an abusive father. Big time abusive. And uh, physically, emotionally would, would just beat Bart when he was a kid. To the point where, as a teenager, he ended up running away uh, for for survival, really. Just to, to he had to get out of that house. And mom had left him uh, with his dad to go off uh, and do her thing, uh, so she was a presence in his life. And then, and then, uh, dad was not a very emotionally together person at all. Very cold and very abusive at times. 
And so here's this image of dad. You know, he has the table set. He's cooking breakfast, cooking frittatas, like, and, uh, and, and Bart just, he can't, he doesn't want to do it. Like, like you can't just erase all of the things that you've, you've done by cooking breakfast. And, um, there's this really like heart wrenching scene where, where he's yelling at his dad, you know, that's not how this works. You can't do this. You know, you, you say you cried at night when you beat me. Well, I cried at night too, cause I was in pain and couldn't move all night long, you know, like, um, but dad starts, you know, when he asks, what is this dad, what are you doing? And he's like, well, uh, you know, uh, I've been praying that you would come home and God has answered my prayer. And, um, and, uh, <laughs> he says, he says that, um, he's been listening, you know, cause, cause then Bart says, well, what would you find God? And he's like, well, I've been listening to sermons and messages on the radio and, uh, reading the Bible, read it a couple times. And, uh, I just, you know, and then he starts talking about these projects he, he wants to do and how it was an answer for his, uh, an answer of prayer for his son to come back. Maybe they could make memories together. And, and Bart explodes. He, he, he doesn't want to have anything to do with this. Like, what is this? You know, like things are not okay between him and his dad. They've never been. And, uh, the dad recognizes this tension and, um, you know, he says, well, didn't you get the, the letters I've been writing to you? And Bart says, no. Well, he's like, yeah, I got them, but I, I threw them away. I never read them. And, um, you can see the dad's hurt by that, but, uh, but he goes to say like that he basically he confesses to his son i know i've done wrong i know i've done wrong and i i i don't know how to make it right i don't know what to do what to say to make it right and of course the son at that time uh isn't ready to hear this he's not ready to forgive his dad and his dad knows that and he he says to his son like like if god can forgive all of those wicked people in the bible you know, if God can forgive them, how come God can't forgive me? And his son knows deep in his heart that the right thing to do is to forgive. He's just not there yet. And he looks at his dad and he says, God can forgive you. I can't. And he walks out the door. Um, now, I'm not going to give it away. The movie doesn't end there. Uh, and maybe some of you have seen it. But it is a powerful, powerful scene between Dennis Quaid and the guy who plays uh, Bart Millard. And uh, just like you can't watch it with a dry eye. That whole movie is uh, just very powerful. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend watching it. But for some of you, perhaps this reminds you of troubled relationships you've had with your parents or others. Confession isn't easy. Bart's dad knew he had done wrong. And he so desperately wanted to make it right with his son. And he struggled to confess that wrong to a son who was just not ready to let go of his anger toward his father. But still the father worked up the courage to confess. 1 John chapter 1 verses 5 through 10 highlights the fact that within God there is no darkness. There is no brokenness. There is nothing but light. It also highlights 
that if we do not walk in the light with God, we are part of the darkness. As broken creatures, as humans, we often find ourselves walking in the dark. How do we find ourselves in union with God again to enjoy the fullness of life? We must confess our sins, as verse 9 suggests. Confessing our sins allows us to experience forgiveness and find ourselves living in God's light once more. Metanoia is the Greek word for repentance. The translation into English doesn't fully grasp the depth of what it means, that one's mind and heart do a literal turning from one way of a life to another, a U-turn, if you will. Repentance means moving our lives from darkness into light. And we can only learn to live in the light if we confess, confess our sins before God, bringing it all out into the open. This repentance involves not only bringing to light our wrongdoings and shortcomings, but also wholeheartedly desiring and committing to live in light and righteousness in just communion with God. Confession is also something that we are tasked to do, not just something that God does without our action. Now let me be clear, God never walks away from his covenant with us. But we often walk away from our covenant with God. And while God is waiting for us, waiting for us to return. If we want to experience this forgiveness and light, it is up to us to make the move back to God through confession and repentance. So what does this mean for you? The core and basis of confession is being honest with God in prayer. These prayers can be private, but there are also times when a more outward confession to God with a trusted fellow Christian is called for and can be a profound and needed release. So I want to encourage and challenge you to grow in this practice. It may seem uncomfortable. It may be something that you don't really want to do. But it is a good thing, a wholesome thing, a healing thing to do. I encourage and challenge you to grow in this practice. Take the time this week to share one thing with a trusted friend or, or, or with me, or if you're elsewhere listening to this, with your pastor. Someone who will not judge you, but will listen, as well as pray with and walk beside you. Carrying our burdens, our struggles, our sin alone, that's hell, my friends. 
there's also another side of this. Being there to hear and bear the confessions of others with them, without judgment. So I challenge and encourage you to be that person for others as well. The most important thing for us to remember and remind each other of is that all is forgiven in Jesus Christ. All is forgiven in Jesus Christ. As Bart Millard said to his dad, God can forgive you. God will forgive you. A confessional church is a church that shares each other's burdens and proclaims Jesus Christ's lordship in the community around them. It is simultaneously inward and outward, devotion and proclamation. Prior to the pandemic, when we were worshiping together in person, we used to pass the peace to one another. And we will go back to that practice when it is safe. But I want to remind you that this practice has always been a demonstration of our common vulnerability and of our common reconciliation in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not just the time to chat with our pew mates. Let us make confession a part of who we are. As, in, as John wrote in verse 10, If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. We know we are sinners. Friends, we know it. And confession is the door through which we discover God's forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So let us continue to grow in being confessional individually and as a faith community. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I thank you and praise you for this encouraging, hopeful, inspiring, and challenging message. Let us be confessional, both as people, individuals, but also as the church, so that we may not only confess our sins, but repent of them and follow you into the light. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it is a pleasure to have you uh, listen and, and to be on this journey with you together. Uh, that's what being Christian's all about. Um, as always, there is uh, there are links down below in the episode notes. Feel free to check them out if this is your main spiritual nourishment for the week uh, and you feel so called. Uh, we would greatly appreciate any sort of giving that you can do. 
Um, and uh, there are links there to uh, help help you out with that. If you attend another church, uh, please give to them. They need it as much as we do. Uh, and uh, But wherever you give, give with a whole heart and give joyfully as God has given so much to us. And, you know, um, what better way to show our, our joy and our thankfulness to God by giving back. Uh, with all things said, remember, you are richly blessed. So be a blessing to others. Go in peace. Go in peace.